Hello and welcome to UC Today. My name's David Dungay. Today I'm joined by Anand from Tata Communications. Welcome to the show, Anand. How are you? Hey, David. I'm doing great. All well with you? All good with me, thank you. I'm excited for today's conversation. We're going to be discussing how to deliver great customer experience with a simplified uh, CCAS strategy, um, something I know you're doing, you know, doing great things over there at Tata. So I'm really excited to get into that conversation. But before we do, Anand, do you want to give us a bit of an introduction to yourself and the business? Yeah, sure. Um, so at Tata's, I head the, the contact center as a service CCAS portfolio business. Uh, the business fundamentally revolves around providing CX on a cloud-enabled contact center model. Uh, we have various flavors of these solutions that we offer. We partner with uh, public cloud solutions that's available uh, globally. And as well, we have uh, made certain investments into providing s solutions on, on, on applications that are hosted on our own cloud services as well. Uh, we've been in this business for around 20 years, so we know uh, what is it to cloudify uh, contact center applications. Uh, and uh, my role here is to enhance this, uh, give, uh, bring out certain solutions, certain platforms that can enhance CX as they consume CCAS services from our cloud. Great. So, oh, 20, 20 years of experience in the Tata communications. And then that's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of transformation over that period. Uh, probably not least in the last sort of three to five years, you know, there's been an explosion towards CCAS. Right. Um, I really want to get to those customer challenges, though. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what you're seeing today and what are those challenges around businesses trying to make that, you know, transition to, to implement a CCAS strategy? Yeah. So, uh... Fundamentally, uh, I think there are about three pillars around which uh, customers keep thinking about how they migrate. One is about protecting existing investments. A lot of investments on existing infrastructure, uh, a connected infrastructure system that they already had, and how do they want to protect that? That's point number one. Point number two is once uh, you take an infrastructure that's that's been on-prem and you take it to the cloud, what kind of security and data security compliances come into play? Uh, how can you deliver the same set of services without without breaching any of these data securities uh, and 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 uh, privacy laws that come into play? That comes as a second one, which means it's got regulatory and the compliance concept there. Uh, and the third area is in terms of how easy or how how quick can you onboard customers? How quick can you have certain changes, certain uh, uh, certain nuances of new products, et cetera, that can be onboarded with the CKS? So uh, fundamentally, these are the three pivots around which customers decide uh, in migrating into a CKS, into a cloud. Uh, and those are fundamentally the challenges that we in Tata work with as well, uh, right? So. Uh, given the fact that we have built these cloud solutions over the last 20 years, uh, understanding uh, the various infrastructure, uh, the integration touch points, what, how do those systems talk to each other uh, in the current ASIS scenario, migrate that to be end state goal and end state model, and then cloudify them, bring them into the cloud and offer that back to the service is something which uh, we have seen 
customers talking about. And that's an area where we consultatively work with our class customers to move them seamlessly without any friction into the cloud. So that's point number one. The other challenge that has, that has newly cropped up in the CCAS space is when you bring in a true omni-channel story where the traditional contact center was voice driven, it was multi-channel, but today as it goes to the cloud, when you have, and when you bring in the complexity of AI and NLP that that, that is also cloud native anyways, how do you have a seamless uh, switch or between say a digital channel to a contact center channel? Uh, and how do we migrate customers from uh, an, a, a, an on-prem solution where most of these digital and AIs were cloud-based, and then you bring everybody to a cloud, uh, uh, a cloud platform for interactions. So that's the other challenge that I see. We are having very interesting conversations with customers as we migrate them. Yeah, I mean AI is a you know it's, it's a, the big theme of this year, isn't it? And uh, you know it's going to impact that the the contact center, especially in, in a number of different ways. So I'm really fascinated to see how that pans out um so we're, talk, we're obviously talking about ccas now in, in the context of customer experience i mean does does ccas is that the is ccas the answer to great C, uh, cx and you know what kind of features really make the difference when it comes to delivering that um so ccas is a very important component to have great cx um, it's not the only answer to cx the reason i say it's a great customer experience uh, ingredient is because today, uh, as a customer, I I look for instant gratification. If I think about something, I need something instantaneously. That translates to the other side. If I'm a business owner and if I need to launch something, the immediate thing is the thing is once I launch a product, how can I help my customers reach out to me? Should they have any queries, any concerns, anything that they need to understand about it? So, which means. As a customer, if I'm told something is available, everything about it is instantaneous. If I send money, it has to go instantaneously. If I buy some service, it needs to be done instantaneously. If I have a problem, if I need to know on the road, when is the next bus coming in, it is instant. I need to know right now when is the next bus uh, route comes. So in the world of instant gratification, CCAS becomes very important aspect because once everything is on the cloud, everything is available as a service, it's a matter of invoking those services and providing them as a serv- as as an interaction channel back to our customers. So, in my view, CCAS becomes very very important. It's a very very important ingredient. Uh, where erstwhile a lot of it had got to do with integration services, professional services, and then rollout. Right, a lot of these uh, components have been streamlined in in the world of CCAS today. Uh, default connectors, default integration touch points already available in the cloud. So which means it makes enabling interconnected or hyperconnected systems to be available much faster. That means businesses have got the empowerment to get a set of things ready for their customers uh, much quicker than what it was before. So yeah, it, it becomes a very, very important ingredient of CX in my view. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wanted to want to pick up on a part of what you said there around um, that instant gratification. You know, we all know that customer demands are in- increasing, and uh, 
know, they want that instant contact with their, their the brands that they're interacting with. Um, right. But it's, it's at the other end on the deployment side, you know, that kind of translates as to, you know, when, when companies are going through these migrations to, to CCAS, they, they can be quite, you know, long-term projects and there can be disruption um, to that CCAS, um, to that, that contact with those end customers. You know, how, how is, um, how is Tata ensuring, you know, getting these speedy deployments and really minimizing that kind of disruption in this, in this world where customers want everything now? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's that's a very interesting observation and a question, David, because uh, uh, what CCAS as a default platform offers is the basic building blocks that is ready for consumption. But when it comes to personalizing into respective brands, uh, in fact, say within the same industry, different brands have got different ways in terms of how they want to handle their customers. That's where personalization, customization comes in. And that's, that's an area where... Uh, can get a little time consuming. So uh, the fundamental point in terms of getting into cloud, in my view, and the way we, we work with our customers is to A, understand their end-to-end -end processes. So if you look at in a, in a CCAS portfolio, uh, a customer calls, it lands into a particular box, in, into a gateway, and then you have how that customer is handled based on who that customer is, what the customer needs to do. And then at some point of time, he or she needs to be transferred to a live agent to be able to talk. And then the journey ends, right? Uh, that's that's a traditional model. That's how it has been. But today, with the advent of omni-channel, which is, which is driven by a lot of intelligent and smart bots, this need not be the only path, right? Uh, the customer gets an option to choose how he wants to interact, how he, how he or she wants to get a response to a set of queries that he or she has. So what CCAS has done is it has eased out the fact that the entire infrastructure is always available on a consumable basis. So my ACD licenses, my routing engine, everything is available, right? So if, if a deployment timeline earlier was the fact that we had to build the infrastructure for any change, capacity management, and all that needs to be done. That is taken off today because all these capacities are available and the more you use them, the more you consume them, the more service you get rendered. So that's how it's been available today on that part of it. And then application component is slowly moving into that model as well, where you have these apps and services that's already built in, which means you just API-fy it. So what we, what we fundamentally do is we've got APIs and very quick programmable APIs that makes consumption of systems and data that, that talk to each other very easy. So while it is not instantaneous from the point of view of what the customer would like to have, but fundamentally the deployment timelines of making two systems talk to each other and therefore getting the relevant data that needs to be used for a customer interaction and therefore for customer service is is eased out a lot more so at tata's the, the fundamental advantage that we bring in is the fact that we 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 drive nearly 40 45 percent of the world's voice traffic so which means the the fundamental bedrock around which ccas work when i have to talk to an agent as a customer is something that i i drive i, I it's on my network so i'm able to control i'm able to manage that conversation right from the time 
the customer calls in it comes into the it comes to the ccas platform that we that we that we have uh, that's been that's been um, uh, set up that's 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 implemented and that's been uh, institutionalized for the customer a lot of applications that gets built there and then what we are able to do is manage and own right end to end from the time it hits our network all the way till the journey is completed for the customer we are able to track and manage that so uh, timelines drastically reduced infrastructure is ready it's on a consumption model new applications yes the first time you create an application it's only a matter of creating an application to get multiple systems to talk to each other but once that is done i think the customers are ready to get their information they want in a jiffy yeah okay um i, I want to bring it back to the title of the session so we're talking about um simplifying uh ccas strategies you know, to really ensure that that great um customer experience comes through you know why 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 should but why should customers want a simplified experience when it comes to to ccas so um i again again it's got to do with how the entire customer interaction journey has evolved over the last 10 years david uh, there was a time when if if i as a customer if there is a particular brand it could be a bank it could be an airline it could be whatever uh, an expectation was already set by the brand that hey if you come to me this is what i would offer uh, it's a great airline for example it's a simple thing could be i'm flying an airline a and if you just press the call button or if i just give me a call uh, there'll be no ivr you'll directly land an agent right it, there, there was a time when it was like that uh, so the the ease and the empowerment that the customer has got um, is something which differentiates how simple ccas can get uh, i call as a customer i call my service provider when i have either a problem i need to transact or i have an inquiry so it's troubleshooting i need to transact something or i have to inquire these are the only three reasons why i have to talk to somebody right i have some if if, if it's a if it's a financial institution or if it's an airline i call to understand and check why which flight works what works etc which today it's taken off in a in a digital channel through a website or whatever but assuming that i've done all that the reason for me to call an airline would be hey i need to change at they probably have to do some kyc or there is a refund that was processed which means the transaction and that didn't hit me uh, the way it was promised so the simplification of ccas becomes very very important for me to a understand why the customers reaching out to me has there been a previous history on a particular intent that the customers reaching out to me and if the customer and if i know the intent the why the customers reaching out to me can my agent can my team understand this prior before the customer or by the time the customer talks and therefore is the agent or the customer service rep able to handle that customer uh, efficiently so simplify and the ccas makes it a lot more easier a because of the fact that the entire ecosystem is hyperconnected and this is this is a theme of the tatas as well we we fundamentally come back into a model where say that we are someone that enables a digital fabric Build, builds out and manages and enables a digital fabric in a very hyper-connected ecosystem, which means everything is instant. Everything is available on the crowd. The entire data, the entire ecosystem of people, they're all available instantaneously. How do we 
make sure that when a customer needs what he or she needs is something which is available, right? And that's where simplification becomes a very, very important part of CCAS going forward. And it's only going to get more and more simple uh, because as a customer, I have no patience. It's it's fundamentally, the, the reason why it needs to be simple is because I'm losing my patience as I, uh, as 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 we go by right so i think the only answer to an impatience is to be simple and that's probably what ccas uh, the strategy on ccas turns out to be and it'll become more and more simplified as we go by yeah i, I also want to pick up on one of your um, your challenges you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation particularly around uh, compliance and security uh, we know these mm-hmm. are huge challenges for for, for businesses um, uh, two questions. One, do do customers care about compliance and security now? Uh, and w- what is Tata doing around this area to you know ensure customers are um, you know compliant and uh, and secure? Uh, yeah. So the first question, uh, David, about customers care about compliance and security. Absolutely, uh, especially in a world today where in a digital world where our entire we we end up leaving a digital footprint in anything and everything that we do uh as customers as enterprises as businesses uh compliance and security becomes a huge huge responsibility of service providers as well so just that depending on which industry we are working on the levels of compliance and security is is varied right um, for example, the financial services versus an e-commerce or retail industry in, in terms of if I have to just take an example out of the blue. So compliance security becomes very, very important, but uh, it it changes to a bit of degree depending on which industry you're working with. So that's answer to the first question. The second question in terms of what do we do? Uh, our entire methodology uh, in terms of how we work um, as an organization, it revolves around regulatory, revolves around compliance, revolves around how are we able to not just give a solution, uh, but make sure that we are able to consultatively work with the customers as well as with the regulatory authorities to make sure that uh, we are, it's it's one thing to be compliant as per authorities but it's also to give the comfort to a customer that hey they have a trusted partner in tatas in terms of uh, making sure that something which is as important as their customer data is secure and it's nobody else but them who are able to access it and view it right so uh, regulatory and compliance becomes a very important factor in fact uh, that's a separate department that's a separate unit within the organization that constantly drives regulatory not not just for a few countries for globally to an extent where there have been so many instances where we are able to buy or we are able to look at compliance and security to be one of our areas of strengths not 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 the area of strength but one of the areas of strength in terms of how our competitors may have some issues and may have a weak spot that we are able to capitalize on right so that's that's one of the reasons why the the reason why we are able to do it as i told you because it's you know the end-to-end concept the entire infrastructure around network the mpls the iso private the, the, the private cloud that we have built uh, and the the application on the contact centers that is on the cloud 
uh, all of them are something which is controlled by us. It's it's on our platform. We have invested in that, and that makes us some uh, that 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 makes us something a partner that you can completely rely on, trust uh, as far as compliance and security is concerned. Fantastic. So, uh, Anand, we're getting towards the end of the conversation, but uh, before. Before we go, I do want to get a bit of a forward-looking sort of statement from you as to what you're seeing coming down the line in the in the CCAS market, how that's going to develop over the next sort of 12 to 24 months, um, and what those really big drivers for the adoption of CCAS are going to be if, from, from your perspective. Um, so it's it's a very well-known fact that the, the growth on the CCAS has been phenomenal. Uh, after some initial... Um, apprehensions, if I may say, uh, it uh, you know what what COVID and the pandemic has done is fundamentally changed the way uh, leaders are thinking in terms of how CKS can be adopted. Uh, so, from and and many of the reports, you know, if if, if you look at if you look at uh, some of the leading investor, I mean, analyst reports that mentions, you know, there is. There is a significant CAGR upwards of 15 to 20% in terms of how CCAS adoption is going to be there. That's point number one. Point number two, as we have more and more new age businesses, unicorns coming in, uh, they don't have any baggage of assets that they have in, invested in. So everything is cloudified for them, right? Uh, <clears throat> look at look at the, the, the ride hailing apps, look at food delivery apps, look at e-commerce giants. All of them are already on the cloud right from the day they have conceived their business plans and business ideas. So for them, getting getting the entire uh, CCAS play as well on the cloud is very easy. So you're going to have a lot of new age industries uh, that will adapt to CCAS very, very quickly. But the moment I get into the traditional uh, areas, for example, the traditional banks, uh, they've slowly started conceptualizing obviously they are a lot more controlled they, they need a lot more regulatory depending on which part which part of the world we are uh, they their movement to CCAS is going to be slightly slower compared to the new age industries and the unicorns that are catching up so uh, in a nutshell I think it's going to be a very balanced uh, work around uh, what CCAS is going to offer and what an on-prem or a dedicated model is going to offer um, I would believe that in the next four to five years, if I look at a global landscape, um, the world will probably be split into a, a 55, 45, or a 60, 40. 60% of the total contact center agents will be on the cloud. 40% will continue to be on-prem, not because they don't want to do it, but there is a bigger heavy lifting that they need to do when they move from an on-prem to a cloud. So CCAS is the way forward, uh, definitely. Uh, and that trend is only going to accelerate the way I see it. Anand, thank you so much for joining me and sharing some of your insights. Thank you. Thanks, David. Pleasure talking to you. And thank you for watching. Be watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you liked today's conversation, please give us a like and a share on social media. That's it from me. See you next time.